millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good afternoon, morning, wherever it is you're listening to us, evening, middle of the night. Um, We are Recharge Wrestling, and we're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I'm Krusty and I'm here with Fisher. Hello guys. Um, no Keeney this, this afternoon. I think all the excitement of uh, WrestleMania has made him sort of faint and he needs a bit, he needs to recharge his batteries. So hopefully yep. he'll be back with us next week. Um, as you know, we've been firing out content left, right and centre. Um, so we're excited to sort of get back into normal proceedings. Mania has been fantastic and we're always excited for the, for the content that comes up afterwards. But as always, we're going to start with our, our new segment. Then we're going to talk about Raw, tiny bit on SmackDown, but everyone's kind of forgotten that, about that with the goings on at Mania. Uh, talk about NXT and then on to the happenings in AEW. So, Fisher, do you want to start with your, your news? Yeah, so breaking news from last night, really. We won't go into too much detail on the, on the reasonings why and all the stuff behind it, because there's a lot to come out on it yet. But um, Nash Carter, who is one half of the NXT Tag Team Champions, has been released by WWE. Um, this isn't a budget cut reason. This is, you know, there's a lot behind this, um, which, we're, again, not going to talk about too much because there's a lot of stuff to come out about it yet. But um, it's just a shame that um, NXT put the titles back on them at the weekend. It kind of puts them in a weird situation. They were going to defend the belts next week against um, Grayson Waller and Sanger weren't they? So it's a bit of an awkward one. I also feel for Wesley in this situation as well, because he um, obviously is part of the tag team. They don't often tend to push someone that, you know, the other person, if the other person gets injured or released or whatever, the other person of a member of a tag team team seems to get forgotten about. So yeah, it's going to be interesting going forward. Um, Not much, too much else to say about it, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with, with Nash, but, yeah, it's a shame that it's had to sort of come to this and we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, basically exactly what you say. It's just a shame. It's a bit um, strange that they've just become tag team, but I guess they hadn't made any decisions before then. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. As you say, it'd be interesting to see whether they they push the single. It'd be nice if they did something like they did with Top Flight on AW where they they push one of them, where, um, <clears throat> which is because he is a good wrestler. Be, yeah, they could they could use him in a solo run. I'm just worried that they won't do it. I think he's good enough to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, a shame. A a shame. And, um, we don't have all the details, but we'll, I'm sure there was an informed decision behind behind that happening. Um, yeah. 
think that's it for news, really. We, we yeah, because all the other stuff is mania fallout stuff anyway, which we'll talk about in the show. So yeah, and um, if you haven't listened to our mania pods, check out check them out on the YouTube or podcast network. Yeah, there's there's both nights being reviewed. Um, so yeah, a lot of content there. Right, I think we should start talking about Raw. Um, yeah, and I know you are very passionate about sort of the the opening segment, Fisher. So I think you can take it away, my friend. Yeah, so it's going to be my top mark for this week. Um, I was torn on this at, between this and the um, the main event of AEW Dynamite as my um, top marks. But I thought I'd give Cody the top mark because I'm still buzzing from his return at the weekend, the match with Seth. And I was really looking forward to see, hearing what he was going to say on Raw. And I love the fact that he was just given a microphone, unscripted completely. Um, he's confirmed that since on the bump yesterday. Um, and I just can't get enough of hearing his interviews, his promos at the moment. And I just loved it. It was a promo from the heart. He explained why he's back. He wants to win that WWE championship for his father as much as anything else, but also, you know, for himself and his family. And he's got a different perspective on things, I think, since. And I think he's one of those. He's come, he's left WWE six years ago. He's made himself a bigger star when he's come back. And I think he's seen Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley in particular do the same thing and win the WWE title. And Cody Rhodes, I think, can is going to be the next one of that sort of that elk to, to be a mid-carder in the WWE the first time around, but come back and hopefully be a main eventer. But it feels um, like being rocket to superstardom already. It's certainly in my eyes, it's elevated. I, I mean, I liked him in AEW, but he was starting to get a bit... Stale. Yeah, and really, he's... he's he wasn't fitting in with the product. Favorite. I think that was the main thing. Yeah. The direction they were going. He fits more WWE. I, I think he does actually fit WWE better. Which is rare, isn't it? It's normally the other way around. Yeah, but I, I think as well, you've seen the reaction, like YouTube clicks and all that on his return and his promos. They've been going like doing massive numbers. And Raw had its yeah. highest viewership as well. I know it's the Raw after Mania, so you kind of expect it anyway. But it's, you know, in a year and a half or something. So, you know, it's, it's obviously having a good effect. And I think his promo was just really, really good. And I'm glad they just did it unscripted and they didn't start a new feud or have. I, I was expecting like two minutes in, Rollins or someone else was going to walk out. Um, well, cool he did come out and just, just shook his hand. At the end, yeah. They, they waited oh, yeah. until he'd finished speaking. That was the key to it. They, yeah. he'd, he'd said his bit and then Rollins come out. And he just shook his hand and walked off. There was no attack. I was expecting him to have either a promo against him or attack him or or something. But yeah, we literally just got that. And I thought it was um I thought it was just really well done. It's nice to see. I think we need to see more unscripted promos on Raw. Not every single promo should be unscripted. There's guys that do need direction. But yeah. the likes of Cody, the likes of Rollins, Owens, I know they have some freedom on their promos, and mm-hmm. you can tell that by the way they speak. Uh, but I think we need we need to see more of it, and I thought it was a really really strong opening to Raw um, to have Cody come back, and it's just surreal seeing him on in on. A, I know it was obviously on WrestleMania, but that's like a huge show. It feels different to seeing him on a normal WWE weekly TV product. Yeah, to see him out on Raw it? It feels like it's solidified. It just felt really weird at the start, like. But yeah, I really and the crowd reaction to him was great as well. Again, so it's huge, yeah, isn't it? It's strange because yeah. if you. If you go back to probably three, four months ago, we were having a very mixed conversation about Cody Rhodes, whether we liked what he was doing, whether he wasn't, where he was going. Some of his promos, yeah, I really All wasn't three a fan of. Us are just buzzing, aren't we now? I 
mean, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's been a great start. Hopefully, they can keep it up. Yeah, I, I really hope so. Please don't mess this up, WWE, because there's something special going on. But no, brilliant, um, top mark and great opener to the to the show. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so I think if we if maybe talk about the women next, yeah, because that was the next thing on on the show anyway. Yeah, straight out yeah, wasn't the it? women's tag Naomi. Um, a yeah. match type we don't really like here of each other. As soon as they said number one, uh, no championship, championship contenders match, match. Where I thought, the champion oh, no. faces them to see if they're allowed a match against them. And what made it worse is they lost and they're still getting a title match next week. Oh, they're still getting the title match next then, week? Yeah, because later on in the show, I don't know if you saw the segment with Rhea and Liv, or you've probably forgotten about it. Because Rhea obviously... I forgot, yeah. Yeah, Rhea walks off at the end of this match. Um and leaves Liv there. And then they have a oh, I do remember backstage the, bit later on sense. where, where Liv, and, Liv and Rhea, Liv goes up to Rhea and was like, what was that all about? And she's like, don't worry, I've, I've made up for it. I've got us a title match. And they're having a I match remember that anyway. bit, but I didn't think anything of it. Now that is absolutely stupid. What's the point? However, I would have also not liked it if the champions had got pinned on their first match. No, definitely. So I think there was a no-win situation. They shouldn't have booked the match. <laughs> I think I, I can't think of a way where this makes sense. Even if it's not a championship contender match and they lose, they shouldn't get an opportunity. No, they should have. Um, That's just. They should have left it. I thought the match itself was good, by the way, and it's four. Maybe just lessons. have a rematch next week, but not a. So basically, what we're saying is they're going to lose two matches in a row to Sasha and Naomi. Pretty I mean, much. It was a fantastic match. These are. I thought it was a really good match. Yeah, to open raw. I thought they wrestlers. really delivered on that sense. Um, <laughs> and I think I do have. I have an idea of where this is going creatively because I've heard some rumours about Rhea Ripley. Um, okay. So, I have heard that Rhea Ripley is being pitched for Edge's stable. That could be sick. Cheap and image, her, she would make sense in that stable. I think. Yeah. that kind of character so if they lose I can see them losing again next we're not, they're not going to win the titles next week they're not going to take the title no, no, name in that week. so I think they're going to lose again Liv will probably take the pin again and Rhea will get frustrated maybe turn heel and then eventually I can see her joining up with um, with Edge and that would be cool especially if you end up with like Edge ringside for her matches I like the idea of them having a faction with women in because normally they just keep them so separate. Like we we talked about Naomi set up. Yeah, like we've talked about Naomi joining the bloodline, but they won't do it because they don't have mixed factions very often. I know they've got a couple in NXT, like um, Diamond Mine, Legado del Fantasma, etc. But generally on the main roster, it doesn't really happen. Um, Pretty well. I think that's a great idea, and I really hope that happens. Now I just hope they don't drop Liv completely. And she gets down the singles route again. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I was enjoying the Rhea and Liv tag team, but I think that's where we're going. I have seen some people suggest maybe Liv joins it as well and they both turn heel together. But like, I wouldn't mind that. But I, I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it will just be Rhea. But yeah, I think that would be a cool, <laughs> a cool way out of this. I'm not happy with the, the way they've booked them into another title match. But if that's the closing angle of it, then I think at least that, that will be a good that payoff. Yeah. Interested to see what happens. Um, to be honest, Raw was pretty fire, wasn't it? I mean, the, the Raw after Mania Raw was great. Yeah, I thought I thought for a Raw after Mania standard of old, it wasn't great. But like for a so normal, I was Raw, comparing it to last, and to comparing it to last year, it was much better. I thought the first half of it was actually pretty good. There was some, there were some shocks and 
call-ups and returns. There wasn't as much as I was expecting, maybe a Bailey or an Asuka or a big-name woman. Yeah. I was expecting maybe an LA Knight or a Champa or I someone from NXT. Get someone on SmackDown, aren't we? Because I think, and, well, yes, and I've heard another rumour as well that I'll get to when we talk about NXT. Oh, okay. I'm excited um, to, to hear about Yeah, that. but talking of returns, yeah, so the next Stigate segment there. was... Well, it's a return and a debut at the same time because it's a yeah, new character. Yeah. Um, so Kevin Owens is cutting a promo. Um, good promo work, as always, from Owens. And then this music he was hurt himself in the gym and that's yeah. lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, so good, good mic work from Owens as, as usual. And then this music hits and it says Ezekiel on the Tron. And I'm like, who the bloody hell is Ezekiel? <laughs> like there used to be Ezekiel Jackson. It was in WWE like 12 years ago. I was like, well, it's clearly not going to be him. And then this guy walks out and I'm looking at him and I'm like, who the hell is this? Because I didn't recognize him at all at the start. And then the more I looked at him, I was like, that's Elias. But with no beard, different hair, easy, different <laughs> ring gear completely. He's got, his pants, he's got his underpants on. Yeah. And he just looks completely different. Gets in the ring and Owens is like, hilariously, Elias, where the hell have you been? Um <laughs> Which was great. But yeah, he's now going under the name Ezekiel. The one thing that concerned me a little bit is he said, I'm not Elias. I'm Elias's younger brother twice. So is he going to just pretend he's not Elias? Is that his gimmick? No, um, it's a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah I, yeah. I mean, I like Elias. I think he's great on the mic. He can, he's decent enough in the ring. Um, interesting if this is Kevin Owens first feud after Mania. I would have thought they'd have gone for something a bit like, Potter for Owens, considering he main evented Mania with Stone Cold. <laughs> but then maybe, maybe this new Elias character will get over. I, I mean, don't know how good is it, um, Elias is on the mic. Yeah. So if he's allowed to cut like his old style of promo, then he, it'll be good. Um, and maybe we have Ezekiel versus Owens. I was thinking he looks exactly like LA Knight. When I saw him, I was like... <laughs> a lot of people have said that. Yeah, it looks like LA Knight a little bit, doesn't he? Um, yeah. I would have preferred it to have been, by the way. If LA Knight had come out here and had a promo of Owens, I'd have been well excited. Oh, imagine. Because oh, that would have been amazing. Smackdown. Because I don't think LA Knight can afford to lose anymore now. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, up to the main roster. But yeah, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm cons- this could either go one of two ways for Elias. Like, this could really repackage him and he could be great or he could be released within three months. Like, it could go either way. I it? think it is a make or break one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because he was so over as Elias before. Like, so it's a risk. It is a risk, this. Um, but I to I be honest, I wasn't course. expecting him to come back at all. So I'm happy for him that he's at least got another chance because yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was just done. In yeah, WWE. No, I agree. Um, we had a very small Bianca promo. I mean, it was just a good standard promo. I don't think you had anything else to say on that. No, I mean, all of the talking point really is how busted I was. I mean, yeah. I know obviously we realised that she got kicked in the face at Mania, but I didn't realise how bad it was until she came out here. Well, I saw she'd had a real knock when she she sort of stumbled. You could see she was a bit dazed. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad she's okay. I think she'll probably be only out for about two weeks, three weeks. There's no, I've not heard anything about her breaking anything. I think it's just a black eye. No, and we got no sign here. I was expecting a sign of who her first few. This is why I thought we might get a big comeback. We might get either Asuka, like Bailey, Alexa Bliss. Settle. I quite like that sometimes. Because mm. it feels a bit like, right, I've done Mania, bang, here's your next opponent. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind it. If they spread it out <clears> a little bit, maybe they have someone big return in a couple of weeks. Like, they don't have to do it all in one night. Um, I think they need to spread it out nowadays, especially with the likes of AEW firing out new cutbacks. <laughs> and, uh, and Keep the product hot going. 
Yeah, don't yeah. blow your load in one night. So I've done that before with... I remember the night with one Big E cashed in the WWE title and they had like... There was a period where they were doing these huge angles like... Yeah. On one show, like loads of big ones just you to pop a rating. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later, they'd have nothing and it'd be a dud show. So they need to spread it out. And so maybe that's what they're doing. I am intrigued to see who the first challenger is for Bianca Belair because I don't think we're getting Becky Lynch again. I, we may do. Um, not. I, I, I don't think, think so straight um, away, though. Once this angle you spoke about with Rhea and Liv is done, I wouldn't mind seeing Liv go. Yeah, for- I'd love to see Rhea as well. I'd like to I see that really further down the Bianca. line, but I think that needs to be built for a massive... Yeah, I, and I wouldn't mind seeing like a returning Asco or Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Alexa Bliss would be a good one. I don't think they've ever faced each other. Yeah, and she needs to come back. I was going to say Bailey, but Bailey feuded with Bianca before, so I don't think that would... I'd rather ba- Bailey feud with someone else and get a big win. Alexa's going to come back, I'd assume, as a face. So. Possibly, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it depends what character she comes back as, because if she carries on the Fiend-style gimmick... I'm not sure. She comes back as the goddess. I've not really heard anything, but just sort of surmising. I think maybe she doesn't want to come back as that character. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. Discover where she fits in. But I'd I'd really hope she she comes back soon. Um, So one thing to uh, move on to is we finally, it finally happened. Veer came. Um, Oh, yes. So we got Miz versus Dominic Mysterio. And I was like, okay, this is just a rematch, really. Yeah, yeah. A bit boring pointless but Miz just squashed him in seconds like I was shocked at how easily yeah. Miz just beat him here and I was thinking god is Dom's push like completely done because Miz if you get beaten by the Miz in seconds that's not, not a good sign and then um, just I thought to save the Mysterios Veer's music hits he storms down to the ring Miz legs what it what a pop he got he, he, he did get a reaction yep um, which was nice and then I thought he was going to help the Mysterios, but he doesn't. He takes one out, big clothesline, lariat-type move, um, and then just does this submission on Dom that Dom sold like he was dying. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I thought he was going to come in as a face, um, but he's coming in as a heel, which is interesting. But, yeah, yeah, we're getting getting Via V. Ray Mysterio next week, I think, which... To be fair, is a decent first few. I think into. he might destroy Ray just to he should do momentum. He should be he should win. Like if he loses already, then that's there's no that's like he's done. Um, a win over someone like Ray Mysterio gives you some some credibility. So yeah, maybe the feud won't be done there. Maybe they'll have another match at Backlash, and maybe Ray Ray may well win one match eventually against him. But yeah, certainly his first proper match should he should beat Ray. I think that would be a, a good. A good win for him. Um, do you think there's any link with him in the Miz? Is there a reason why he came out here? Or do you think it's just he's going to feud with the Mysterios? I think it's the Mysterios angle, to be honest. Yeah. Because it wouldn't surprise me. I can know sometimes WWE's lazy with their copy-paste booking. They might have looked at Grayson Waller and Sanger and thought, yeah. "Great, well, Grayson Waller is like the Miz in it terms is. of his cocky heel. Yeah, yeah. And Sanger is a big Indian guy. <laughs> Veer's a big Indian guy. Let's be, just do the same thing. It wouldn't surprise me if that's what they thought. I mean, it would work with The Miz. He, he always does well when he's got a sort of a henchman going round with him. Mm. Um, I would like to see them use Veer sort of differently to see it, how yeah. it's on the mic. I think he looks quite decent in the ring, so I think he should be wrestling. <clears throat> he's very charismatic as well. Um, mm. what, what, what I see on 
on social media and things like that. Yeah, he seems to he seems to be um, to have a character, and he enjoys it. it as well. So I I really would like to see him used slightly differently. So in a way, I'm a little bit sad they they brought him in as a heel. Um, yeah, because I think he could have been quite popular a big as a face. It's easy to to do that, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's quite difficult to get a face over early on, isn't it? So let's see what happens with that then. Um, <clears throat> so I guess the next big thing, it, 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 I know you said it wasn't sort of the best in comparison to other years, but it was stacked with content. It was, yeah. It did have a lot happen. There's a lot of talking points. Yeah, I mean, we had the NXT title on the line, Ron Breaker versus Ziggler, which I thought was a good match. Um, I was a little bit confused that we were getting it. It wasn't as good as the, the match at Stand and Deliver, but you, it probably no. wouldn't expect it to be on, a, on an episode of Raw, would you? Definitely. So. Um, I think they're just using this to push, well... One gets some emphasis on the NXT title and brands to hopefully drag some people back to, to view NXT. Yeah. So I think they're just trying to give Ron Breaker this sort of limelight early. I think so, yeah. Bring him Getting him used to the, the audience. The audience will know who he is because yeah. he's been on more. Um, and it's a good audience to get him across with. Because I, I understand why they did it. I mean, it, there was criticism of it and I get it. But I do understand why they did this. I, I think because you know, people are like, you know, when we just win it, Santa, I get that break on the title. Back. I get that at least it wasn't like the, the NXT one where they won it, then lost it again straight away. Well, I'm going to get back onto that. In the, yeah. Ziggler was already champion. He retained and then Bron won it. And I think putting Bron in front of a big audience on Raw, like the most watched yeah, Raw in a year sense, and a half, I, I think Bron winning it actually does make some sense. Um, yeah. It, it completely undoes, obviously, what they did at the pay-per-view, but I do get it with Bron Breaker. I think they see him as a big a big star. Um, but, yeah, it was a bit random. But it, the match was good. The match was good. Um, the crowd was... I was a bit critical of the crowd on this show, and I'll get to the <laughs> NXT crowd, which I thought was terrible later. Um, again, I don't think they were great here. Um, I'll get to a, a segment in a minute where I really didn't like the crowd. Um, but they were they, they were kind of crapping on stuff that, that they shouldn't have been doing. I think on this on this show and NXT. I think people just get overexcited, don't they? And start with. The, I think the, the, this week the something. crowd after Mania sometimes they get a bit. Yeah, they're just a bit odd. Yeah. Um, overexcited. Yeah. Um, or they're just bored because they've had like four nights. Of, you know, lot a long a lot of weekend. wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think that that doesn't help it. Um. But yeah, this match was good. Cool moment for, for Bron, I yeah. thought. And then we got another big moment after that. Um, so yeah. it was uh, Bobby Lashley coming down to the ring with MVP. We hadn't seen MVP. We didn't see him at Mania. We didn't see him last week when Lashley returned on Raw. And I was sort of, hmm, where was MVP? What are they doing with MVP here? And I predicted on our predictions that Omos would win because MVP would turn on Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> and I am pissed that they waited. I mean, it makes sense more as a raw angle. I get that. But they waited. So my prediction could have been so different. Your uh, prediction because it did happen here. So my prediction was correct. It happened. It's a very good prediction. Because it just made sense because almost needs a talker and MVP's great. Lashley doesn't need Definitely. him now, in my opinion. Lashley's turning face, basically turned face. So it makes sense. And I liked what they did here. Um, so MVP brings Lashley out. Almost comes down and then MVP just attacks him from behind. And MVP got very physical here. Um, hit him with a, um, a mm. halluva kick type move. Um, so 
maybe we're going to get MVP wrestling again because I felt like here this was leading to I think if he does be MVP too long I don't think he should have match after match after no I what I think I what I think we'll get is Lashley versus MVP to set up Lashley v Omos again yeah um but Lashley will be MVP like quite quickly that's why yeah you know that but uh, yeah what did you make of the angle yeah I think it's really cool actually um We've been discussing this sort of on and off for a while, haven't we? Like what's going to happen in, with the Hurt business and Lashley. And Omos in particular, because we felt he'd peak. Like we all said at WrestleMania, like what's next for him? We thought because, he was done. So like, you know, we wouldn't have been surprised. if keeping him in the limelight, isn't it? Yeah, if, I think it helps him massively MVP, if he's got a mouthpiece. Isn't he? He's absolutely fire MVP on the mic. So, I mean, he's in a way, as much as Lashley has done his own thing, I think MVP has elevated him massively. Oh, yeah, definitely. 18 months. And because he already had the in-ring ability, but he just didn't quite have that on the mic. Whereas I think now they can let him go on his own because he's got that experience. He's got the fans behind him. Absolutely. So I think MVP, if you're going to keep Omos in the picture, this is the way you do it. So I might have to eat my own hat. Um, And in a year's time, Omos might actually be pretty big star because of MVP. I mean, yeah, it may, it may really elevate him. And I think it gives him at least a chance. You know, I feel will it MVP might not be happy about it, but at the end of the day, I think it makes sense. Um, He's been with Lashley a long time now. There's only yeah. so long you can do this. For yeah. And if Lashley's turning face, I think it makes more sense for Definitely. Because he can talk. Not, he doesn't. Yeah. And he can just let his wrestling do the talking a lot of the time. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I'm really, I really like this angle. Um, Intrigued to see where that goes. Um, what did we have next? Um, we yeah, had big tag team match, wasn't it? Um, which end it was originally, I believe, Usos versus RK Bro. Was that right? Oh, um, yeah, and then Balor versus Balor and Theory and a big six man tag. And I think, I mean, this match was good, there wasn't anything particular I wanted to mention in it, but the it's just to finish the fact that Theory got the pin on Balor. Yeah, Balor's lost a lot, hasn't he? I think. Honestly, I just think put the United States title on theory. That's clearly where they're going with this. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I'm I think that makes about, sense too. I'm happy about We do need to do this with these young stars. Just yeah, just yeah. Theory's getting the push and they care about him, but I just want Balor to move on to something else. I wouldn't mind seeing Balor turn heel. Like, I think Balor needs a heel. He's not been a heel on the main roster before, has he? Ever. I'd like to move him to SmackDown. I think he's going to get a lot more limelight. As we've discussed, Raw is so stacked. Yeah. Over to SmackDown. Yeah. He can be a big title contender. Um, mm. And you've always got that demon card. Yes. If you want someone to really face off um, with the sort of biggest stars, you can, I know we've already pulled the demon out on Roman Reigns and it, they messed it up. That doesn't mean they couldn't potentially do it again. No, they, they could do it again. And, and they could do, if, if even if they turned him heel, they could do Finn v. Drew, Finn v. Ricochet for the IC belt or something like they could, there's fresh things they can do with it. Oh, no can doubt. you imagine Ricochet versus Finn? That's uh, yeah, that would be very exciting. <clears throat> That'd be insane, wouldn't it? But yeah, I'm pleased to see that Theory's getting this push, but it's just a shame that Balor's is at his expense. Um, so I guess then we come on to this sort of awesome new faction, uh, with Edge. Uh, yeah, how awesome the entrance is! I absolutely love it. It's just yeah. So- and, and this is where I, I was critical of the crowd because they were chanting, we don't care at Damien Priest when he was talking. Yeah, I didn't like that. 
And I was like, and he, he reacted to it well. He called them, I can't remember what he said to them, but he called them losers or something. Yeah. Um, and there was a bit of that on this show and definitely on NXT this week. And I was just like, what are you doing? Yeah, why, are you, like, why, are you, why are you, uh, <clears throat> why are you doing this? They're like, this is a decent angle. And like Damien Priest doesn't deserve that at all. So yeah, I, I was just confused by that. But yeah, they, they had a good promo, didn't they? Yeah, it was good. And then we, we get AJ coming out. Um, and, and sort of getting the upper hand at one point. But then Edge and um, Priest did an awesome sort of like higher-lower move. It was yeah. like a spear. Yeah, that was really cool. For the first time they hit that move, it looks so one, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I think they need to get the timing slightly better, but that will come with time. But mm. Could we see these guys tagging? Um, Maybe. Which is pretty awesome. I'd, I'd actually love to see that. Because, um, I mean, I haven't seen Edge in like a tag team since edge, edge and priest vrk bro yeah i mean just i mean uh, uh, the history of edge and all time but just get them to tag now and again i think would be yeah good. yeah um, yeah I, th- I think it's really cool i'm intrigued like i say if they do add, they're going to add more people i think this should be we don't get more than three people in a faction wwe very rarely you know the, mm. the bloodline four with paul Heyman, but three really in terms of wrestlers um the hurt business was kind of four but again, three really with MVP. Um, you know, the New Day, three. It's always three. It's the Sheamus faction. I would like to see them go full ministry because it's kind of like the Ministry of Darkness back from back in the day, which Edge was in. You can have five or six people in this faction. You can have a woman, a tag team, like a couple of guy, big guys like Priest and Edge. I really think you can you can make something here and make them a dominant faction on Raw. Um, I'd really like to see it. I think that's what they should do. Just go all in on this and make a dominant faction. Well, you've got the people at the top of it that, that you need to make an awesome faction. And, and that way as well, Edge doesn't have to wrestle that often. No. He can be there every week cutting promos and doing and getting involved in matches, but Edge doesn't need to wrestle every week. But you can yeah. still have him on TV. He doesn't even have to be there every week. If no, because Priest can, Priest can hold Priest it. Priest can do before, it. Edge can know. do video promos. You can do really cool video promos. With this, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I did see a tweet from Brody King. Oh, this annoyed me, this tweet. It's like a bargain basement. Um, yeah, when you order it off Wit. Um, that's house, it, yeah, wish.com house. It annoyed me because, I mean, he tweeted afterwards saying, the next day saying, by the way, guys, I was only joking. But I did think it was like, I, the comments were hilarious because everyone was like, hang on, House of Black is basically a copy of the Ministry of Darkness, which Ed was in. It's also kind of like the brood, which Ed was in. Yeah. And to be honest, Alistair Black was doing this, basically the same character in WWE, in WWE before he left. Yeah. So Brody King was a bit, you know, he got crucified a little bit for it, for that tweet. I did think it was a bit, I know it was a joke, but a bit silly of him to do yeah, that. Yeah. People came at him. But some of the comments were a bit unnecessary. They were calling him fat and stuff. And I was like, come on, guys. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> fans are a nightmare. Yeah, yeah the fans overreacted to it a little nightmare. bit. But I did, I did think that, he, you know, it's not really copying that it's not hardly anything and hardly any gimmick in wrestling is original anymore like everything's been done oh yeah you can't be complete as long as you don't absolutely mimic something yeah it's okay to do a similar there's not many that are completely original I mean, what else can you do uh, there's not too much uh, yeah exactly but yeah that was um it was good that was awkward, was, wasn't it no there was a couple more bits so there was uh, what i found interesting as well is he called them the punishment for the guilty that's what Edge introduced Priest as. And 
Priest's name before he joined WWE was Punishment Martinez. So I think they're playing into that, which I thought was cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, there was a couple of other things. So Zelina and Carmella um, I oh. think broke up officially as a tag team. Didn't like the segment, but no, I will I get into the reason why I think this happened. So Carmella and Corey Graves are getting married this week. Right. Um, and it's been announced that Car- uh, Corey Graves is going to be replaced for the time being by Jerry the King Lawler on commentary. So okay, obviously cool. they'll be taking a bit of time off. So Zelina <laughs> is going to be on her own now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why they did that. Uh, I didn't particularly didn't care that much. Just it's, yeah. it's this tag team and this angle has been a joke. But yeah, that's what's happening. So you won't see Corey Graves and Carmella for a little bit. Thank a few you. weeks. Um, the other thing was there was a cool um, Texas tornado match between um, the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy. Oh yeah, that was a good match. Yeah. Um, the big table spot at the end, big splash yeah, by uh, Montez. That was not a lot else to say about that, but it was good. No, and then, of course, good match. it's just they've had so many matches now. I'm, I'm ready for them to move on. To yeah, else. yeah, yeah. They've had loads of way too many matches. I think that was I mean, bringing them into the brilliant. feud, I hope. Um, so and then they were closed with Roman Reigns. Um, of course, he looked so cool with all the, the both belts. He does, and, of the, course, the, use, the bloodline belts. behind. I'm glad they kept the tag titles in a way now because it just. The only thing it. that made me worry slightly about this is the fact that, well, for a start, I just tried to move us on because I forgot this happened. It it was great. I mean, the image of him with two belts. Yeah, was awesome. but the promo was nothing. The wasn't it? promo was a little bit lackluster. Yeah, there was nothing to it. I don't, I annoyed edge people compared to Cody KO. It was basically like tune in Friday to see what we have to say. Yeah, that's what Roman basically said. He was like, "I'm not going to tell you now. Like, you have to wait till Friday." So, Everyone, yeah, they want SmackDowns. It, it popped the crowd, but they didn't actually say anything of note. He basically just said, "Acknowledge me and wait until Friday." I, it was a little bit. It was like two minutes long. It wasn't enough there. Um, it was a bit disappointing. This, yeah. I have to say, I think that's why I forgot about it. But the image, was- yeah, the imagery was great. Um, but yeah, so it, it, I have heard theories that Roman might be injured, and that might be there might be something on Friday well, relating to that. Ah, his shoulder probably. It probably needs a few weeks. I don't think it would be too bad if it was just... Hopefully he doesn't have to drop a title or something because that would just be crazy, but... Oh, I would be really disappointed. That would be a real shame after all of this. You can... The way they've used Roman up until Mania, I could count how many times he's wrestled in the last four months, probably on one hand. I mean, you don't... You don't need him to wrestle. If he needs a month of just recuperation... Yeah. He doesn't need to wrestle. He can just be ringside for the Usos. He can cut promos. Yeah. You can wait until at least backlash. And I don't think they'd take the titles off him unless it's going to be like six months. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's serious. Where it, Brock was never even in the building. Um, so, yeah, keep it on, Roman. <clears throat> yeah. That was all from... Um, Raw. Raw. So I think so, we got to NXT then, yeah? Yeah. And I think I should go... Since we mentioned part of it in Raw, I think I'll go straight into my skid mark. Um. Yeah, makes sense. So we had a a match. Obviously, we had um, Ziggler versus Bron Breaker, which we thought was quite cool. The fact that Bron won his title, um, it won the NXT title on on Raw. And then we also had a a, a tag match um, rematch of Toxic Attraction um, versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, which Toxic Attraction won their titles back. Um, it just seems weird how they've had a pay-per-view on Saturday at Stand and Deliver, which Toxic Attraction won their title, that lost their titles to Raquel and 
uh, to Coach Kai, which we thought, oh, cool, what's going on here? They're sort of a resurgence. They then lose them on Tuesday. Which Yeah, this is a waste of time. This, I think it would be okay. But the fact that we've also had a title change with the NXT title, it almost is making the pay-per-view a bit redundant. For me. So that's yeah. the reason it's a skid mark. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. This one was a complete waste of time, um, which is a real shame. Plus, it made me lose my um, point on... Yeah. <laughs> I lost my yeah, point yeah, me, on predictions because of this. Me too, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a bit of a shame that they, they went down this route. I don't really understand why they did it. Um, and I thought Dakota and Gonzalez were looking great together. I think it could have been quite interesting. Yeah, and they had Wendy Chu come out again here. So it was kind of similar to what they did, but this time it backfired on them. Um and then they kind of cheated behind the refs back a little bit and, and got the pin. Uh, the match was good um, and it was given time. But yeah, I, I just don't understand the point of it. One thing I did say, I said to you guys, might be able to say, make me understand this a little bit. Is, so <laughs> next week we've got Mandy Rose versus Dakota Kai for the women's title. So they, I think they've done this whole thing to set up Dakota Kai be Mandy Rose. If Dakota Kai beats Mandy Rose... I'd love that. Then I'd love it. Then I'd be happy with them taking it. I think she deserves that as well. Because they've had, the, she's <clears> been <throat> in NXT how long? Like five years at this point. So long. She's never won the top title. She's had two tag team title reigns that have been, one was like less than a day, I think. And the other one was like three or four day long title <laughs> reigns, like complete joke. So I wouldn't mind seeing Dakota Kai beat Mandy Rose. But I, think I don't think great. that's going to, I don't think that's going to happen have... though. I'd love it. Then, but you could then have Dakota Kai versus Cora Jade. I think would be a good, a good yeah. match. Um, she she needs to do. I've said this for probably nearly two years now. Dakota Kai even needs that title put on her, or she needs moving up to SmackDown. Yeah, well, I, I what I think will happen. I would if the, if she wins the title, then great. But if she, if she loses, I can see her and Raquel getting called up, maybe as a tag team to add someone into the tag team division at the start and then you can split them on the main roster and push Raquel will oh, cool. probably get pushed I mean Raquel could easily be up there with yeah. the likes of um, like Rhea and people like that Rhea Ripley yeah that'd be an awesome match Rhea Belair um, <clears throat> and Dakota Kai would hang at the top as well I mean I'd love to see like Dakota Kai versus Sasha Banks um, yeah. so would I she's a great wrestler um, so yeah I hope they, I hope you're right there Really I hope one way or the other. If she loses and they just keep her in NXT again, then I'll be then I'll be pissed off. I won't get it at all. No, it's a shame. I mean, she is one of those sort of really um, reliable people, isn't she? She's great in ring. She's great on the mic. She probably helps the sort of younger superstars as well. Yeah, which is great. I'll be back um, in a second. Sorry, I've just got to get the door. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So whilst Fisher is just answering his takeaway or whatever he's having, um, I'm going to start talking about Gunther versus Bron Breaker. So this was a massive, massive match just to have on NXT. Uh, here he is. He's got he's got his Gregs or his, his, he's got his Postman Pat or whatever he's doing. I've just started to talk about... It was the Postman, sorry. Nah, that's all right. Things happen. See, we're, we're in real life here, not in nice little studios. Yeah, talking about Bron Breaker versus Gunther, which I said was a massive match to have. Yes, on the normal NXT. Um, something we kind of kind of a dream. To be honest, anything 
any match that Gunther's involved in, we normally are excited about. And yeah, nowadays, we love. I love watching the wrestle. So. What a match. I was I was amazed they just gave this away on free TV. Obviously, they set it up at the start with Bron opening the show and then what were coming out and basically Gunther, whatever you want to call him. Um, I'm trying and, to get used to saying Gunther now. Again, the fans here though chanting, "We want Ziggler at Bron Breaker," and I was just like, "Why?" I mean, I love Dolph Ziggler, but I wouldn't be chanting that in NXT at the at Bron Breaker. Who's like not after star. we've just seen it on Monday Night Raw again. Yeah, uh, I was again. I was baffled here at the treatment to, to Bron. Um, yeah, but the match itself, really, really good main event. Um, Bron was kicking out of everything, wasn't he? He did the power bomb, he did the he splash off the top. Yeah, yeah it just made Bron look amazing. And he beat him clean as a sheep. Um, and that's where I was a bit puzzled by, because they've changed Imperium's music. They've changed Gunter's name. And I was like, what are they doing here with Imperium? And then on this show, so it plays into the start as well. So Imperium had a tag team match with... Um, the Creed brothers and Fabian Eichner just walked off halfway through mm. it and uh, Marcel and Bartel ends up getting pinned by Creed brothers we'll come back to that to talk about a debut in a minute um, but so that played in later on and then Walter lost here and I was like what is going on with Imperium but I have heard that they are planning so this is where one of the big calls up comes from they're planning on calling up Gunther and Marcel Bartel, but not Fabian Eichner, which I don't understand. Why not keep them all together? Fabian Eichner, Gunther on the main roster is something to get excited about. I mean, that is really excited, and I think that's going to be great. But I would say out of um, Marcel Bartel and Eichner, Eichner's the better wrestler. Yeah, maybe they want him, if they want him to have a solo run in NXT, like as a top star, then that's fine. But I worry that they've done this before. They did it with... Pete Dunne and Birch and Lorcan, where they like, and Ridge Holland, where they kept, they called up Ridge Holland out of nowhere, kept Pete Dunne in NXT, and then Birch and Lorcan just ended up getting released. Yeah. And if that happened, I'd be like fuming. I'd be like, I'd why be can't you just keep them together? Yeah. I don't get why they don't want all three of them as package. Do they want Gunter and Bartel to be a tag team? Or also, they're definitely priming Gunther the main roster. I am, don't get me wrong, I'm excited because apparently it's for SmackDown as well, which needs him. So you can imagine Walter v. Drew, Walter v. Roman. Oh, wow. Walter v. How good does he look at the moment where he's lost that weight? So you can definitely see the the main cards getting into him. He's he's Mm. lost a bit of his his weight. And And to be honest, he doesn't suit this this current NXT that much. I think he'd be better off on the main roster, as you say. Um, He'd be a very good heel. Um, I think people could really sort of dislike him and he can throw people about. So the mm. likes of Drew, could you imagine it as you, you mentioned? That, would, and that, that is like a big SummerSlam match would be great. That's huge. So he could do it. He could yeah. really do it. And no slaps. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm excited. So that. yeah, something to get excited about, but also a little bit concerned with the Eichner situation. I don't get that bit. I would rather have them called them up all together. I don't be in tag team. I'd love to see Imperium versus like, well, anyone, anyone on the main roster. The Usos. If they're going to SmackDown, Gunther and Bartel versus the Usos, if they're using them as a tag team, would be all right. It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Let's and see. then eventually you can split them and push into the main event. Yeah. And Bartel would just probably not do much, but still. And I don't know if we mentioned it, but uh, Gunther actually lost clean to Braun. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did say. So Braun Breaker just looks like a tank now because he's just beat Ziggler on Raw. And then he's come back to NXT the next day and beat Gunther clean. Um, I loved the massive spear he hit on him mid-air. That was cool. 
Yeah. That was really cool. Um, yeah, it was. I don't have too much more to say on NXT. So the, we'll talk about the debut of an NXT UK tag team. That was oh, of course. Exciting. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, so was, I, I, I spoke about, about the match. So we got Creed Brothers versus Imperium. And then after the match, some masked guys come in and attacked um, the Creed Brothers again. And it was revealed to be pretty deadly. Yeah, from NXT UK, cool. who we've watched quite a lot of, um, being from obviously from the UK and watch watch NXT UK. Really cool tag team, um, and yeah, Keeney actually predicted this. I think he said it last week on the pod. So fair play to him that he'd heard something. I hadn't heard anything about this, but Keeney was like, "I think it's pretty the NXT UK rumor there." Um, yeah, so and he was right. So yeah, nice nice spot for them, and I think they'll fit in in this NXT two point I yeah, no, I do. I think they're really, really good. Um, very charismatic, very good in ring. I think they've got the whole package. Yeah, I think they'll do really well and they'll bring something different. Yeah, really cool angle. Yeah. Um, what we forgot to mention about the main event was the after angle with Joe Gacy. Oh, I didn't like the it. kidnapping. Oh, yeah. I didn't like I it either. Let it slide out my mind. So I'll let you talk about that, Fisher. Yeah. So. Joe Gacy throughout the show, he had a little bit, he had like three promos on the show. So he had a bit with Draco Anthony earlier on the show where him and Zion Quinn were falling out over it. Then he had something, he had a little promo, he was saying something about the importance of family. Um, and then here, so all we saw was on the video, uh, Rick Steiner, Bron Breaker's dad, is tied, he's, he's saying he, he's very proud of his son. Then you see he's tied up and then you see that he's like in a cage um, that Harland and Joe Gacy put him in. So really, mm. essentially, Gunter was used as a setup angle for Joe Gacy. I'm not keen on the Joe Gacy um, gimmick at all. And I don't really see it as a main event gimmick. So I, it looks like we're getting Bron v, v Gacy for the title, um, which I'm not overly keen on. What do you make of that? I'm, I'm not too fussed about it at all. I'd be interested to see where it goes. Do you think he's definitely going to face Joe Gacy? Or, well, he could face Haaland. That's I'm, a good think, point. I'm wondering whether they're going to make him look really strong by facing Haaland first, and he sort of takes down. The... Yeah, yeah, they may do it that they may do it like that. I think he may end up facing both of them in one way or another. But I don't know who's going to get like the title match. You may be right. It may be he beats Joe Gacy, or and then Haaland faces him for the title or something. I don't know. But yeah, big big angle there. Um, the one other thing I wanted to mention from NXT. Well, I don't really want to talk about it that much, but it, it's a skid mark, so I've got to. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Duke Hudson-Dexter Loomis match, and I, I'm sure if Keeney was here, this would have been his skid mark, because yep. I know he doesn't like this storyline either. And the crowd actually chanted, I actually agreed with them on this one, they chanted, this is stupid at the end of it, um, where they both got cancelled out because the women were fighting and pulling them against the post. Um, and this feud's just nonsense. It needs to end. Um, yeah, really, really Being bad stuff. Um, and yeah, I just want, the match itself was just average, really. It's two kind of average workers. Um, and yeah, it was just not very exciting and not very good. No, I'm not uh, interested in this at all. So very good skin. Worst, worst thing of the week for me by far, um, I've seen. There was a couple of other things of note on the show. So we've got... Um, 
Cameron Grimes doing his speech after winning the North American title, which I thought was a good promo. Solo Sokoa come out and challenged him in a respectful way. And they talked about the respect they've got for each other. So we're getting that as a match, which will be good, yeah, I'm sure. Um, yep. That was that was decent. We had a Tony D'Angelo weird celebration thing. That was a bit random, to be honest. I didn't really get it. Yeah, the fans um, weren't too keen on that bit either, were they? No, I don't really know who the guy is that's introducing him. Um, and... Yeah, it was just okay. It wasn't anything special. He, he got a ring. It reminded me of MJF a little bit. Like yeah. He's now got a ring. I like, yeah. And I was like, this is a bit like MJF now. Um, I hope he doesn't use it all the time like MJF does, because that would be a copy and paste. Yeah. Um, and then there was a Nikita Lions match with her being dominant, which was cool. Um, and that was about it from NXT. That was worth of note, I think. Yeah, so on to AEW. I think. Um, did you have anything yeah. to mention from Rampage first? Or should we go straight into that? Oh, we'll mention, I think there was a match from um, Rampage to mention. Um, it was Hobbs versus Keith Lee, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, two a really good, like, big man match. They were shoving each other about and um, yeah, there was interference from Ricky Starks and, and Swerve and that played into the... Um, there was an angle and dynamite with them as well. There was a Rochambeau from Starks on Swerve for a table, but it ended up with, um, I think, Keith winning, didn't he? So The angle was quite cool, actually, on dynamite. We might as well talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You can segue into that if you want, because I don't think there was anything else too major from... Um, there was there was Danhausen and Hook again, um, which is go- I don't know where that's going, but yeah, other than that, there wasn't a lot from Rampage. <laughs> that. Cool I'm that bothered about talking about. There was Jamie Hayter versus Sky Blue was a good match, but other than that, yeah, not too much to say really. So yeah, that angle really that you spoke about was um, Swerve Strickland having an interview, and as he as he sort of walks off, um, he gets chased down by Hobbs and Stark, and then. Um, Keith Lee just absolutely blasts one of them through a wall. Yeah, Hobbs through a wall, yeah. Just keeps yeah. this going, doesn't it? But it was a cool angle. That was a really cool visual, yeah, of him going through the wall. I thought it was, that was pretty We good. like Keith Lee smashing people around, don't we? Yeah, he did it in NXT as well. It was good. <laughs> it's always good. Um, we started this one with Adam Cole versus Christian Cage. Yep. I must say, I mean, when would you have thought, like, 12 months ago, that we'd be getting Adam Cole versus Christian Cage? On any platform, never mind mm. AW. It's just crazy, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it was a good match, but really it was just building up to that after angle. Uh, Adam Cole beats Christian. Um, but as they're sort of getting the beat down, um, out comes world champion Adam Page. Um, quite angry, actually, wasn't it? It was a very angry. Yeah, he was more fired up. He was more fired up here than he has been in previous promos, which I liked. I got into it a bit here. Yeah, More. we definitely need this from him because we're saying he's running a bit flat, isn't he? And yeah, and surprisingly, they're having a match on Rampage because Rampage is actually going to be live next week. And is it's it on a Texas... Saturday, did I hear? Are they doing it on is a Saturday? It? Oh, I don't know. I don't know Maybe. why. I just thought it was Saturday. I might be wrong. Don't they might have they might have they have moved it to Saturday once or twice before, so it might be. You might be right. Um Texas Deathmatch. Yeah, and a Texas Deathmatch. I'm not Which sure. Which I think they're using these a bit too frequently, am I right? They had one the other week with um yeah, they have they have had a few, haven't they? These times they have the hardcore matches a lot. Was he in that match against um, Murderhawk Monster? Wasn't that a Texas Texas Death match? Yeah, yeah, it may have been. It was Texas, something similar. Texas something. Yeah. It had a Texas matches. <laughs> it had a it had a stipulation for sure. 
Um, yeah, the match off itself um, between Adam Cole and Christian got really good. It started quite slowly, but it, yeah. it really got going. The crowd was really into it. Um, this really good, good match. Hit the, Adam Cole got a near fall from having the knee pad up on the boom, and then he, he did yeah. it later and got the, the pin. Um, Christian got a spear near fall in there as well. It was, yeah. it was really good, really good opener. The crowd were really into I, it. I'm wondering here, the fact that they've done this match so often, I'm wondering if they get, and the fact it's live, I'm wondering if they're going to swap the belt here onto Cole. Maybe. And this is how Kenny Omega comes back. And we get Kenny Omega Cole feud. I'm just wondering whether they. It's not a bad shout. W are thinking. Adam Page has run his course, and now's the time to pull the trigger, um, the V, the V trigger. Um, but I mean, it'd be awesome. I, I, I'm happy either way, whether it stays on Page. It just seems odd to have them have another match and Cole lose again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. It seems a bit odd, and the fact that he hasn't quite been getting the reaction that possibly he needs. But as you say, this promo was a lot better. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, like it'll be interesting. It, um, you could be well be right with that angle. It wouldn't surprise me if they go that way. But I'm excited for the match. I am very excited for the match. I'm also very excited when we eventually get Omega. Something I'm, I know you were also very excited for was yes, the arrival up. of Samoa Joe. We talked about yeah. it even on the end of the WrestleMania pod that we were getting that this week because we all, we all love Samoa Joe on this. So uh, excited and wow, what a reaction he got. Uh, yeah, got such a reaction from the crowd. Um, this is a top mark for me. Um, I mean, he had a match against Max Caster, who actually had a very good sort of mild but funny rap. Yeah, I thought this was this was about the right kind of level. It was good. I like. The I really enjoyed about it. him saying when Joe was the champion in NXT, it's when AEW were beating him in the ratings. Yeah, and, uh, he, and he talked about him being injury prone, which is a bit savage, but. Yeah, that wasn't so, savage, but you know, true. has been true in the past. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. But speaking <laughs> of injury pro, I mean, it's amazing to see this guy back in the ring because I absolutely love him. He's a big lad, but my God, can he sort of... I love it, those insecurities in the corner. Oh, insecurity fixes is good. But talking about injuries, what an absolute nut. I mean, that guy must be 270 pounds and he, he did like a huge suicida dive. Yeah. Side, and he didn't do it lightly. He flew. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, he doesn't do things by half when he does wrestle, and that's why I love him as a big man. Like, he's not oh, slow, he's not, please he just flies around the ring. But yeah, he was so dominant here. Yet, we haven't even had him on the mic where he is, no. he is so special. I cannot wait to see him on the mic. Um, but yeah, just amazing. And that finisher he used, um, a muscle buster, yeah, um, is something he doesn't do too too often. So, I, no, I really like that. And Joe obviously got the win. But just really excited to finally see him back in the ring. When he was on commentary on WWE, we honestly thought that was it and we were never going to see him ever again. Um, so, so excited that he's getting this, this sort of another run in a company that's hopefully going to appreciate him and let him run on the microphone a bit because he can be absolute gold. So I cannot wait to see what he's going to do. Yeah, and it looks like his first feud is going to be with Jay Lethal. So, obviously, on the he returned on the Ring of Honor show. Um, Jay Lethal turned heel because um, I think he's been a face previously on, on AEW. Yeah, TV. I think he has. Yeah. Teamed up with Sanjay Dutt. Um, and then they cut a promo after this to Joe. Joe didn't actually say anything back, did he, here? But it looks like we're getting next week a celebrate. They're going to 
like do a celebration. Yeah, so we're going to get Joe on the mic next week. Um, and probably going to get physical as well, I would assume. Um, but yeah, it should be really good. Yeah, really excited about that. And something else I was really excited about was to see the Hardys in action again. And versus yeah. my, one of my sort of tag teams that I've liked randomly for quite a while. Um, I know you guys aren't too bothered, but Butcher and the Blade. I'm so happy that they're using these guys again. And Butcher's had a bit of a resurgence with his with his look. So this was a table match, and I loved the stipulation here. The fact that they had to put somebody offensively through a table. So I thought it was a bit messy. I didn't really get what was going on half the time. I, I'm wondering whether Jeff Hardy accidentally went through the table. Yeah, I think he did. To and got eliminated, which was Because I, I don't think he was supposed to get eliminated here. Um, it well, was a bit of a mess. It was like, well, I've been eliminated, but there's no disqualification, so I'm going to carry Yeah, but it. then it counted when he won. I didn't really understand. I didn't really understand. Yeah, it. that was a bit odd when he... Yeah, that was the bit that made me think, hang on a minute, he just won the match. Yeah, I thought it was just a bit messy, this match. I didn't really... The spots were okay, but I yeah, there was the a few... Bo- it seemed a bit botched um, in places, and... Um, I think yeah, Jeff made was... a mess of it, but I still think it worked because it's just chaos. Um but I do like the fact that it's a stipulation that you have to be put through a table and it only eliminates one of you. I think that's... Yeah, I, I like the elimination aspect of it. I think that's fine. But I just... I don't really get why they... Um, yeah, they had it... It was weird. It was weird. It, it, it was. I was confused as who's in the match and who's not at points here. Um, and like I say, I don't think he was meant to go through the table and get eliminated. I just enjoyed it. It was just an absolute mess of tables... There was suplexes onto the outside. I don't know how long Jeff's going to be able to do this for because he. No, I, was, I think he's. You oh. know, the end spot was amazing with him going for the ladder. But yeah, how how often? We're how long is he going to do it for? At the moment, aren't we? Jeff doing a massive swanton. Yeah. Off of something through tables, but. Yeah, definitely. Awesome match, in terms of what was happening anyway. Um, and then we had the end angle with Andrade coming out. Um, yeah, I'm, the thing is, I am completely bored of this. I don't know why it keeps feud. I don't know what they keep. It's a bit yeah. strange, isn't it? I don't know what's going to happen because we've obviously had Derby get beat by Andrade already. Um, yeah, I d- I'm not a fan of it. I, I thought know. I was hoping this was going to be the last we were going to see of this feud, but it doesn't look like it is. Hmm. Um, which is a bit of a bit annoying. I, I'm not particularly um, a fan of it, to be honest with you. Um, but you know. We'll see. We'll see what happens next. But yeah, I thought this match was a little bit messy, to be honest. I, I was getting a, I agree it was a messy, lot of confusion. But it was entertainment, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's almost like they say Matt and Jeff just go go do what you want. <laughs> yeah, I see Matt Hardy in this sort of role again, not doing what he was. He's back to Hardy. I want to see. So we got um, Captain Sean Dean versus Sean Spears here um with mjf on commentary uh immediately wardlow chance here um and obviously he turned up again beat up a load of security um and basically just cost sean spears the match um this was all fine it's obviously just keeping wardlow on the screen but not there he's not supposed to be there it's keeping mjf is getting more and more frustrated with it and um, yeah, he got a huge reaction when he was walking through the crowd, which was great to see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, for the sake, the door's gone again. 
So I will carry on talking about AEW then. I'll be too sad. Got his next toast, next takeaway. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to see Wardlow. Um, this is going to build for a long time. I, I mean, this has been a slow build, and everything with MJF does go on for a while. Um, I'm quite excited to see Wardlow on the microphone, hopefully going up against MJF eventually. Um, it'd be nice to see how he is on the microphone without MJF behind him, but more against him. So uh, maybe a couple more weeks of of this, I guess, and then he might finally get his hands on him, which is going to be really entertaining. Um, yeah, really excited for that. We know he can go in ring. So, yeah, let's get him on the microphone some more like we did the other week. Yeah, I, I think this feud is just looking good. It's slowly building. Um, I don't mind Sean Spears just kind of getting lo- losing in this kind of manner. It doesn't really matter. No. I don't feel. I don't think Sean Spears's character can. It, it doesn't ruin it at all. It's fine because um, I feel like that's what he's there for almost. Um, so yeah, this this feud's decent enough. Um, so other things we had on the show. We'll talk about the main event in a minute. Um, we do. We got um, Hikaru Shida versus Julia Hart. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was in the tournament. What, what is this tournament again? So it's the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament, which the Samoa Joe match was also in. Doesn't the doesn't mean a female one. That was yeah. the thing. I knew Samoa Joe's match was, but I was a bit confused as to whether they were doing... Uh, yeah, because Tony Storm match yeah, last week was Tony in Storm there, was... and also Jamie Hayter's one, which is why they had they had a confrontation on this show Yeah, as well. Be... I'm excited for that one, for sure. Um, yeah. I thought the match was pretty good. Um Good to see Sheeda in action. Um, but I guess, again, although she won, the, the after angle was the main thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Deep and Sheeda again facing off, but with weapons this time, but nothing really came to play. Fight forever. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how to fight that many times. No, but it feels <laughs> like really we're are. getting them forever, which, to yeah. be honest, is okay. I don't mind them. I've talked about it before, maybe like having like a best of seven series type of thing. Um, Famous first Cesaro copy from about five. <laughs> yeah, sort of that kind of that kind of vibe. Another interesting thing from the match was Julia Hart at the start sending the Varsity Blondes to the back. Um, there's been a lot of talk about her breaking from that group, turning heel, maybe joining yeah. the House of Black or something like that. It plays into that a little bit further. But yeah, the match was decent enough without being anything special. Um, we also got um, Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz mm-hmm. beating up Jericho and his crew backstage. They had to Jake Hager to get them away in a getaway car in the end. And then Eddie just come out and they just cut this promo basically saying, like, I know where you live. If you're with your wife, I'm still going to beat you up and all this kind of pretty savage promo. Very aggressive promo. <laughs> Very aggressive yeah. promo um, from Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz. But yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, no, looking forward to see where that comes. So does that bring us to the main event? I think so, yeah. I don't think there was... There was another... There was a little Jake Cargill promo that was all right on the show as well. There was... Oh, there was the Blackpool Combat Club again as well. Uh, Moxley yeah. is facing Wheelie Utah on Rampage, which I think is interesting. And then Wheelie Utah was with the best friends. They're clearly going to break that, that up and Wheelie yeah. Utah is going to join... Moxley and Brian, and I think that'll happen on Friday because I, I think, think he'll earn Moxley's well. he'll earn Moxley's respect. He's already earned Regal and Brian's, but I think you have to earn the respect of the group 
to join them. You have to get beaten up by everyone, basically. Yeah, yeah, you have to get beaten up. You have to get beaten in a match and slapped, don't you? That's that's how this works. Yeah, and then I think we'll get that on Friday. Maybe Mox beats him, but he does well in the match, and then um, he joins the he joins them. Um, But yes, so to the main event. So FTR versus Young Bucks. So even on paper, this sounds like a banger, and this did not disappoint. What a match. The crowd was insanely into this, which got me into it some more. Um, I love the fact they were like getting one up on each other for quite a lot of this match. It was like they were doing similar moves, reversing things. I mean, we had Young Bucks hit a big rig. We had yep. FTR hit a um, hit a BTE trigger. Yeah, that was really cool. Like to see yeah. them do that kind of move. And then kiss them, but then kiss them as well. Really just taking the mick out of the Young Bucks. It's nice to not have like a heel and a face team here. Just two amazing teams going at it. Which I well, I think the FTR feel like a face team right now. They feel yeah. like going that way, don't they? But yeah, still, they are. They're in the pinnacle, which aren't. No, yeah, like, true. Cool, are they? Technically, so they are still in the pinnacle, yeah. I love these big sort of factions going off against each other, just in a real competitive match, and you don't know who's going to win. Um, yeah, and there was two belts on the line here. Obviously, not AEW ones, um, but the FTR won the, the Ring of Honor belts yeah. on Friday. Um, in a pa- apparently, I haven't seen it actually. The match against the Briscoes, but everyone was saying it was an amazing match. Um, to check that out, then yeah, a lot of people said it was the match of the weekend, including the Mania matches. But a lot of them are people that probably don't watch WWE or don't like WWE, but still, it sounded like it was a great match. Um, I can imagine it would have been good, yeah. And then, uh, obviously, the AAA titles that they've had for a little while, um, yeah. but yeah, really, um, really good match. This, uh, there was a bit where they did like a set up power bomb and a tombstone pile driver yeah, like at the same cool. time like got a near fall from that loads of like near falls and stuff like you say the copying each other's moves i like that i like it when teams do that and it, as long as it's not overdone if you're doing it every week then it gets a bit repetitive but this was in this case where the teams know each other so well they've had loads of matches in the past i think that it was the perfect time for for a spot like that um, and i think the right team won with FTR yeah, getting a win over the Young Bucks. I don't think the Young Bucks need to win all the time. Mm-hmm. And FTR holding those belts, I think, means more. I think it suits them yeah. better. Um, but yeah, what a great, great main event. I feel like FTR are having a great run at the moment. They are having a good run, yeah. Really. Um, we talked to, I think we talked about last week that they were like the MVPs of Dynamite. And this week, we could argue the same. And the, the fans are so into them right now that they were cheering them over the Young Bucks. Um, I think they're, in, they're, having a, they're on a bit of a tear at the moment. It's nice to see. Definitely, yeah. They need to carry on with it, don't they? And I think both of these teams showed why they're two of the best, best, two <laughs> of the best tag teams in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I loved this match. The pace was brilliant. Um, it was just continuous, wasn't it? it was like, yeah, it was really, really good. Um, loved it. Very and close to being my top mark, to be honest. If, a, if I was yeah. giving it to a match, I would have given this as Well, if Joe hadn't have come back... Yeah, this would have been it, but it's the it's the stuff around Joe coming back and the feeling I get. From yeah, Joe Joe was great as well. Yeah, that was, this was a pretty solid dynamite. I didn't like the Hardys match much, but other than that, I thought it was a really good show. No, yeah. really enjoyed it. In fact, I think they really stacked the card after because you had Mania week. Oh, you know they had to put on. A, I think they had to put on a show here this week, and I think they did do that. The whole week of wrestling overall. I know we've had our skid marks, but overall, it's been phenomenal week it's been really yeah. enjoyable absolutely loved it yeah uh, it's been great i mean we didn't talk about smackdown we didn't 
not a lot happened on that, and that's the reason we haven't talked about it because most of it was mania related. There was the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which was won by Madcap Moss, so we'll see how that goes. Ricochet defended the Intercontinental title and won that, so he keeps that. But yeah, not a lot else to say from SmackDown, which is why we didn't talk about it this week. But I think we're pretty much done on on everything else. I'm feeling um, pretty charged. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, um, if you follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle, follow. Robot Republic as well at Robot Republic underscore. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Please and, do. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with our usual um, roundup. No extra content probably coming this week. We a little break we'll now. A couple of weeks after off. doing like four videos, I think, because we did loads of predictions as well. One. Oh yeah, well. we've been stacked. So I feel like I've been constantly recording something or other. But yeah, we're hopefully probably- you're not bored of us yet. Well, yeah, we'll recharge and then we'll come back next week and, uh, yeah, hopefully another strong, you know, hopefully SmackDown this week. The SmackDown after Mania hopefully will be really very exciting um, and hopefully we're going to get good shows in the other shows as well. NXT's got a decent enough lineup next week. Raw should be good, hopefully. Dynamite will, is normally pretty reliable. So, yeah, looking forward to it all. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. 